Hey, you're about to listen to Trek Off, but before you do, I wanted to let you know that there is another podcast called Totally Super, where we review every superhero movie ever made. It's me and my buddy Arthur. We go through the Batman movies, the X-Men movies, the Avengers movies, movies like The Crow and Dr. Horrible and more. So please, while you're listening to this, hop over to wherever you subscribe to podcasts and subscribe to Totally Super. Okay, here's Trek Off. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. And today we're still not dead. Yep. <laughs> Hooray. Uh, very much in isolation, that's our, though. That's our uh, daily check-in of, hey, we're not dead. <laughs> how's, uh, how's how's your isolation treating you? Uh, well, I was already really isolated before, so uh, not a lot has changed for me. Um. I see a lot of people saying that. A lot of people putting up going, going, oh, social distancing. That's what this has been called. (laughs) Um, I got to tell you something. uh, A trend I am uh, finding actually quite delightful uh, is like I... Uh, we usually watch not necessarily the guests that they interview, but like we like to watch like the Colbert Report, like the the monologue, and you know the monologue from like um, usually the the um, this has been the um, not the check in. Although we do watch the check in, we watch Seth um, um, as well. Uh, but usually for um, oh fuck, what is it? What is that segment called now? I feel really stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I don't watch these shows. Um, watch Colbert sometimes. Yeah, because he's he's so funny. Uh, damn it. The, the closer look. Damn it. There it is. A closer look. All right. Um, so we usually watch those segments. So we'll like kind of either go and just kind of watch it on like what we have, like because we have Hulu and we have CBS at all access, but uh, frequently we'll wind up just on YouTube, just sort of just sort of watching those segments, and uh, and and sometimes also and on the Late Show as well. Um, no, not the Late Show, the Daily Show, Trevor Noah. Yep. Um, because they're all delightful, right? So, uh. <laughs> They've all been like doing their own thing, like still doing the show. Well, not Seth actually, but at least Colbert and Trevor Noah uh, have been doing the show from home, basically like on video chat and posting that up. Uh, and I usually watch the Tonight Show. Um, I love Jimmy Fallon; he's great in the Tonight Show. But I usually just it just doesn't make the rounds, right? Um, it's a lot of content, like we're talking about. Uh, and I watched his show from his house. Uh, he, he like vo- like video interviewed Lin Manuel Miranda. I was like, oh my god! If you haven't seen that dude, go to YouTube and watch because it's so his kids, his little girls are adorable. But it, they're clearly like at all of these shows. Like I think it will make you feel better about being a parent and a father, sort of specifically. <laughs> Because like both um, uh, Trevor Noah is not a father, but um, a guy that works on the show with him that does like some of his correspondent work and is a funny guy does. And so he like calls him on his show (laughs) and his fucking kids like at some point he's like, I got to go. They're eating the fucking toilet paper. Here, go eat this 20. It's better than TP. Don't do that. (laughs) And he's like, (laughs) like you just like hear his kids screaming randomly in the background. He's like. Is, every, is everything okay? He's like, yeah, no, they do that sometimes for no reason. They just scream. Oh, <laughs> so you can just That's like really funny. You can just like see the toll of pain is taking on parents, like that. Just you know, because I think you all, all parents, I because I don't have children, <laughs> um, and I've never been so glad that I don't have children as right now. Uh, you're fucking heroes. You know what I mean? Oh, and thank this. You. This kind of proves it. Uh, these sorts of situations. Where, like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm it's not hard. Gonna lie. We're spending a lot of time with the kids lately. Uh huh. Um, and it's t- and it's uh, tough. Like, and I think Lin Manuel has what kids, I'm and he's for, talking though. about live- like learning how to homeschool them. You know, he's like, people are like, "What are you doing with all this free time?" He's like, "I don't have any fucking free time." <laughs> like, yeah, no, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna look into stuff like that next week. Um like curriculum stuff. I am making them read like an hour and a half every day, like separated in little 30 minute chunks. Um, but it's, yeah, you got to come, like you wake up and you go, I come up with the schedule every night for the next day. And it's, you know, it's, it's just vast. It's just like kids get up at seven and they go to bed at between eight and 9 PM. That's 13 hours. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Um, mm-hmm. Watch some shows, play some video games. We'll have lunch. We'll do some reading and we'll play a game and then we'll go outside and then we'll, play a game and then watch some shows and then watch some video games. And at night we watch a movie while we eat dinner. 
Um, so we worked through some things. My younger son, I just showed, um, or I didn't, but Mrs. J just showed uh, Princess Bride. Nice. Uh, while, while I was showing Jim Carrey's The Mask uh, to my older son, which we're going to be reviewing over on Totally Super. Um, nice. And uh, and what? And now I'm doing Avengers with my younger one, which he's already seen, but he kind of forgot. But he wants to work his way through the Captain America movies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you kind of. You can't just go from Captain America, the first Avenger, to Winter Soldier. Like, you won't really understand. Yeah, you'll be lost. There's, like, plot shit that happens. So we're doing Avengers. Um, While Jurassic World 2, the Fallen Kingdom, uh, my uh, Mrs. J is watching with my older one. So, like, we're, like, working our way through films. And I'm sure that we're going to be working our way through a lot of films. Yeah, Uh, I mean, it's it's just, it's, it's. A rare glimpse uh, into people that you that are funny, like legitimately. That that's what they do for a living. They're not like funny. us. <laughs> um, no, uh, they're. They, but it's just it's fu- like Colbert did one. Um, the first one he did was from his bathtub, but he's fully suited up like he would be for his monologue. It's so fucking great. It's hysterical. <laughs> um, just the creative things people are doing to still be out there for people. Like I just think it's really. Um, I think there's something cool about that show of solidarity. Uh, to recognize that like people are still like hey kind of more than ever we need somebody uh that we you know people that we like and that we count on like a lot of people watch nightly television in particular every night you know and it and it's uh, it's different every night it's not like a show or it's not like you know the format is is very sort of specific um to what's going on in the world and when you're not out in the world you know it's, and you come to like enjoy getting that take on the world from those people uh it just being gone is like what wait what oh well and, and i'm I sure that, it, that's it, a that's a great segue to kind of like just like it was last saturday that i was like hey we should just record more because we're home and and you're you know <laughs> M- mr a is working from home more which gives you some more availability and mm-hmm. the kids are home so i don't have to pick them up from school and mrs j is home that gives me a little availability so the re- we weren't going to do this this episode we're doing right now for like another week we were going to do it as a follow-up to the last episode of picard but you know we're, we are going to try and and get a couple in every week to yeah, we're gonna try to do a little bit a more week. yeah yeah to, yeah just to give because you a little something because it's, it's yeah because it's it, that's what i'm saying like it's kind of and that's what these people are saying too it's kind of like hey i we figured it out we can do this like is it exactly the show is it you know no obviously not but it's it's like i said i mean just watching jimmy fallon try to get through his monologue like his little jokes uh with his two daughters like his his wife is filming him and his two daughters are like fucking just plaguing him and they're adorable but like that's amazing one of them is like all over him and he's like no no stand over there and laugh if i'm funny oh and like they keep screwing up his jokes and she's like but did you think that was funny she's like no (laughs) (laughs) Like you gotta watch it, dude. It will definitely, it will make you feel better. Like you'll be like, I am not alone. Like it's just, could use that. You really could. I think. I think it would help you. Um, uh, and it's fun. So, so hey, Picard. Um, this episode is going to be about uh some thoughts you had about Picard specifically. You wanted to talk about some stuff, and of course, we're going to have to talk about the uh part one of the season finale at an Arcadio Ego part one. Uh. Goodness, I love these these Star Trek uh, episodes over the years that have decided to like have their names in Latin, because um, then you got to go look it up, which I didn't. Um, but I'm I sure never do. It's, it's very important. <laughs> I'm sure it's, it's totally uh, relevant. It's, you know, there's a, there's a, uh, it doesn't say what it means uh, here. I, I I guess I should look it up. Let's do that now. Uh, I if I if I sound low energy, it's because of all the things we just told you about. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, everybody right now, um, we just, we're all just trying to get by, right? You know, like the best we can. <laughs> so let's, let's keep doing that. Everybody in, in, in solidarity and, you know, good on you, the people that are actually listening and staying home and socially isolating as best they can. Uh, I worry for you and my, you know, my good juju is with you. My thoughts are with you when you have to go out into the world to work for, you know, whatever reason. Um, it's, it's a tough time. <laughs> uh, look, I sugarcoat that shit. Like it's, uh, it's pretty, 
It was a pretty tough and time may, right and now. It, and, and, and it's probably it going to get worse. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. So, so we're here for you. I don't want to bring you down. So here. No, is, yeah. Uh, like we're here to have, we're, we're here to do what we can. We're here to talk some Star Trek because, hey, guess what? You've got the time to watch it probably. Hooray. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> I see this that's the way you got to look at it. <laughs> uh, uh, translates as I too lived in Arcadia. And I'm pulling this from the Encyclopedia of Science Fiction. And this is what it says. It says, this meaning is today primary and has some relevance to fantasy, serving as a catchphrase for a nostalgia for a golden age that has perhaps irrevocably passed. So that's the idea. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So before we get into the episode and everything that forward, you had a few thoughts about Picard as a as a series and what we've seen up to this point so I, I, let's have a little discussion um about those things that you have in your mind uh lead, everything before they show up on the synth planet in this episode and then we'll hit this episode what are what, what's on your mind perfect. five minutes it. go so um as much as i was like we're just gonna have a good time oh bless you baby um so here's the thing like i like I said, when we talked the last time, like that episode was so good, uh, it makes me go, I will forgive a lot of this other stuff. But there is a, a lot of this other stuff. And, I'm, and there's some stuff in particular I kind of wanted to ask you about. Um, specifically, this like weird sexual thing happening with the brother and the sister Romulan, like that I've never seen that before. Um, with Romulans, uh, is it like just them? Uh, is there some precedent that I'm not aware? Like you've been a Romulan, like you know you you you've done more research definitely than me into being a Romulan. Uh, is that just something I don't know about? Like that I just missed along the years, or is that just some weirdness they're introducing now? I well, I I think that that the answer to that is this is some weirdness they're introducing now. But the Romulans were largely a blank slate. You could re- you could have before this show taken everything that we knew about the Romulans and write it double spaced on a single page like there's there was you know prior to the show there was only two were there were only two words that you had learned in Romulan like up to this entire point which yeah. was Jolan True and Varul and those are the only words that you knew up to this point and now you've heard them speak the language and that's sort of like across the board the Romulans are so secretive that you don't know almost anything about the way that their minds work or, or, or anything like that they're secretive and it's always a game of chess with them and really there's a sameness to all the Romulans till now um, and I appreciate some of the, the variety they're giving I kind of think it leads to a larger discussion um, I was listening to another podcast uh, who was talking about Godfather Three and about how um, about how in Godfather Three, Sophie, Sophie Coppola is supposed to be the cousin of um, oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name, but the the, the main guy in Godfather Three who takes over for for Michael. Um, uh, I don't know. I can't remember his name. I'm looking him up. Anyway, uh, they they are cousins, and that they are also supposed to be in this semi like romantic relationship mm-hmm. um which is strange you also have that showing up um in the wolf of wall street uh, they talked about that how jonah hill's character is, is you know supposed to be married to his cousin um and of course we have you know things like game of thrones where now you have you know a brother and a sister and they are like um, Andy Garcia's, by the way, who I'm thinking of, Godfather. Um, uh, and they're yeah. supposed you're like, you're sort of supposed to be okay with that. Like of all the things they do, the thing that doesn't bother you is, <laughs> so I don't know when this started. I don't know. Like, like I don't remember in my fiction growing up seeing this much. Not this, incest. but the only, the only incest I remember seeing when I grew up was in uh, Flowers in the Attic. All right. But that's it. Which I haven't, like, which I haven't seen in years and years, so I don't even remember it. Yeah, um, like, and, and, and that's such a unique scenario. Like, basically, they're close in age, the brother and sister, they're older, and they're locked in the, you know, and slowly poisoned over the years, uh, but, like, locked in the attic with their, you know, two younger siblings and kind of forced into these roles of of almost mom and dad to them because there's such an age gap there um so do so, you think that this brother and sister have do you think they've had sex do you think that i, I it, it's there certainly seems to be weird sexual tension happening like i'm not making that up am i is that like is that like just me or are you getting no, that the too? tension's there the okay. tension's definitely there um, my question my question i, I don't know is, man and i i gotta say like 
there is stuff that I'm really digging that they're like, cause you're right. We've had very little information about Romulan culture, like at all. And the whole concept of like their names, like they have like the name that they give everyone and they have like a name that is like for people that they're, you know, closer with. And then there's like their true name and there's only one person they tell that to. And that's like the, the love of their life or their, their mate, so to speak. Um, that I think is a really interesting concept. And I think it fits, um, with their sort of baseline that we know of them and their levels of many levels of secrecy, you know? Um, let me ask you this. Have you felt any sexual tension, you know, from him toward her? Or is she, is he, because we see him act seductively toward Soji, but do. do you see him act seductively toward his sister? Um, yes and no. So I think especially, so the, I guess the vibe I'm getting is like they had some stuff going on, like, and then he decided to take this tack and there's some sort of jealousy going on about him having decided to take this route with the synth. And you're falling for her, aren't you? And him, like, saying that's not true. Like, there was just a lot of them up in each other's faces, whispering in the ear uh, in, in a very highly sort of sexualized tension way, uh, where I feel like it's both of them and him trying to convince her that's not what's really happening. Uh, but it clearly is. <laughs> like, I feel... Right, so, let me, so, so let me give you both my, my, meta, my meta thoughts about it and then my in-story thoughts. My meta thoughts are this. You needed to immediately, uh, with these characters, have it be that they are off-putting. That they you wanted that Jamie Lannister because it really does. You see them in that way, and you get that that Jamie and Cersei feeling of like, eh, oh, oh uh, oginess from them. These, yeah. yeah, you want oginess. You get immediate oginess from them. You do. And I think that it's a choice, and it's not a choice that I hate. Nor is it a choice that I love. And the problem is it's a show that makes a lot of choices that I love. So being that it is not a choice that I love, like sort of by comparison, it's a choice that I dislike. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like I, the show has set such high standards for everything else to have this choice. This is not, I guess because of Game of Thrones, everyone in the world has seen Game of Thrones now, like or, or, or read it, like in your case. Um, Game of Thrones is such in the public consciousness, certainly... I would say that the Venn diagram of people who watch Picard and also watch Game of Thrones has got to be like. 80%. Oh, sure. I mean, sci-fi and fantasy. I mean, there, there's a reason that that's like the the grouping. So, it's sci-fi and fantasy. So, um. so, so my thought is that it is maybe a little tired of a shorthand. Um, you know, like what are the three things you can have some someone do? They can murder a child, um, a la um, what was her name? Um, Six on Battlestar Galactica. First thing you see her do in the very first episode of Battlestar Galactica is murder a child. And you're like, oh my gosh, I hate her. <laughs> um, and then you follow her redemption. Arc. I mean, because that seems to be the arc. You make them super oogie, then they're really super bad. And then you bring them around on an arc of redemption. I mean, that's kind of the, that's the path. Sure. But you murder a child, you have the incest, um, you know, I guess you can have them be flagrantly, you know, disloyal to a spouse, you know, see, watch them be cruel or something, ha have them be, have them be a, uh, uh, an evil boss, I guess, who, you know, learns the meaning of empathy. I mean, I don't know, but I think that this is, it's I, I don't think, I don't, yeah, it, 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 it feels lazy. It's a bit of a ripoff. I think that's my problem with it. It's a ripoff. It is. Yeah, it yeah is that's what I'm saying. And, and actually, it ties into another thing that I feel like is lazy. So, like, I feel like this is lazy. Before that's... before we do that, can I give you my my in my in story reason that I think this might be happening? Oh, sure. Yeah, have that. Yeah, my in story reason is this: I don't think they've ever had sex. I think that the Romulans existed. This is the way I put it in my head. I think the Romulans exist in a constant state of neutral zoning, where they what do the Romulans always do? They approach the line and back off. Approach. They're always poking and testing, poking and testing, poking and testing. And I think that more so in fiction than in real life, but I've seen it happen in real life that women, um, especially very attractive women, can weaponize their sexuality toward toward men basically being being overcome by their stupid penis. Not your um, fucking brother, dude. Wait, ho hold on, hold on. But I, I want to state this happens more in fiction than happens in real life. But using seduction... 
as well, and a that's part of the weapon. problem. Like it's 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 tropish in that that's that 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 really. But I don't think they have. I think my point as a is concept I don't written have. by men, right? Written, propagated, um, an idea by men that is not accurate. Well, here's the thing. I think that it is as accurate as anything else in the show. And I, I, if this were the, if this were the only woman in the show, like if, if the, like it's, it's a problem. You can go back to like Pulp Fiction, right? Like I, I, I really like, I, I really like, um, Mia Wallace, uh, in, in Pulp Fiction. But the mm-hmm. fact is she is just a femme fatale. Um, and there aren't a lot of other women in that movie this show has a number of different women playing a number of different roles if this was like the main like if you had your your crusher troy problem here where you have only two female characters and all they are are caregivers like that's that's a problem having yeah i do i uh, generally speaking there is a much broader range of uh you know, just people and more women, so, and they're so just. So I'm, I'm, being I'm people. okay with this trope, especially. I, I think I would prefer it if, like, because here's the thing, Romulans, and and I ha- and I do have to. I, I'm, I'm going to let you say your piece because then I'm, I'm going to back off and let you say this and the next thing you want to say. But I do have to say, I while I am okay with it. It's never a good thing when I have to write the show in my head. Yes. When I when when I you have, have to, to go f- try to go okay. When I have to go okay, Romulan Romulans are always poking, they're always testing, they're always seeing where the line is and using the manipulation of that line as a way to control. So it makes sense that between a brother and a sister in a family, that is also a line that they would always approach but never cross. And that would be a an at like the the way that you know at Christmas time we all go, I love it when our family has peace. Isn't this nice? I imagine Romulan families, if they have a nice peaceful holiday, go, you know, next time we need to make sure we have a little more testing and a little more conflict because I found this to be unacceptable. Like I think I have a feeling that that's, that that's encouraged from day one, and that this is a way that that Romulan well, so that's might the thing. Them. Like I agree with what you're saying, like about Romulans, right? We've from what we've seen of them, like as a, as an alien race, like let's face it, they've put put up as Oogie on purpose, like yeah. not just a specific Romulans, but like Romulans in general. So it and, makes sense that they oogie each other as right, a, but like here's the means thing. of trying to assert d- control. Yes, but I don't think I think that there's a way to, for them to oogie each other without there being sex involved, without there being a sexual um, overtone to it. And I would have preferred to see that. That would have been far more interesting to me and would have felt far more Romulan to me. Like that they don't value or to find that like there is that's why the, the whole thing about the true name that only goes to the person that you are going to mate and spend the rest of your life with or what have you. Right. Like that that's an ultimate trust circle. Right. And everything outside that, familial or otherwise, is some level of testing. You're never fully at peace with any other Romulan, right? Like that as a concept is very interesting culturally that even and 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 here's the thing. There's kind of a you know, if you really get down into it and you start to examine, there's some truth to it in the way in in people's families in, you know, the world, like in humans. There's sort of there's generally like you've got your own immediate family, like as you if you grow up and you get married, right? That now becomes your family unit, right? Generally speaking. And so they kind of take precedence over everybody else. And then you've got your family from before, right? That you come from your your parents, your siblings, you know, that kind of thing. And that's that's not necessarily a completely truthful, open relationship. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm not I'm not trying to say everybody has, you know, but like and then you have sort of the circles of of closeness with any friendships you have as well. So there's, I think, many masks that people tend to wear societally, um, and and even in their even in their family. Like good example, a lot of people, particularly now, right, with uh, there being such uh, divisiveness, sort of politically, right, even before this pandemic situation, um, you had a lot of families just we're not going to talk about politics because we can't like, I love you and we're family and you know, but if we talk about this, I don't know what to do with that because we fundamentally disagree on something that we both feel to be very important. And is it, but is it worth the angst? Right. 
Yeah, but they're yeah, your family. I that, but I think that Romulans would, you know, I can see a situation where they would, you know, they are not human. So their their morals might not be the same as ours. I still don't think that they actually did. But I can see, you know, you know, the mom going up to the daughter and going, hey, uh, go over to your brother and make him think that you want to fuck him. What? What? Yeah, do it. Just see what happens. But I don't. I know. But just go see what happens. It's, then you'll have more, more, you know, watching his reaction will give you more insight into who he is. And there you can try to control him more. But that can tr- that causes angst, honey. This is a house that respects angst. Now go do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like, uh, yes. I, here's I, like they do. They start angst, but but you're right. It's it's like they wouldn't. But I'm head cannoning. I shouldn't have to write that. No. If they wanna, yeah. If they like like if in the midst of this, like there's a part where he where, where he looks at her and she looks like she's you know like she's gonna put her hand down his pants and she's like she's like why why do you do this and she you know then she turns away and she goes she she goes she goes every effort to assert control is worthwhile and all of a sudden you go oh this is part of a philosophy got it it would take one sentence it would take one sentence from me I oh, I don't even think that would be enough for me it would is, still oh, it would still feel is, cheap and sensationalist but it but it would but it would at least I wouldn't have to write it myself and I'd be like oh this is something they've been doing since they were kids how fucked up is that okay we can move on but the did they didn't they is you know it's not very Star Trek so I will no. give you that okay what else what uh, jumping um, from this topic you so so that's lazy that that occurs to me as lazy like like we just want to like you say like what can we do right off the bat without much context that's going to immediately make these people put you on edge these characters put you on edge and boom there it is right it's and, and so I enjoy I like the actor they have playing the captain I like Captain Rios okay I dig him uh and this particularly in the very last episode we got to see um prior to the 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 two-part thing um it really got to the point of like we're already on like the data episode masks and we're not even out of season one. Oh, where he's playing all the characters like yeah and and why do they all have different is it like just hey he's really good at accents let's let's go ahead and, and just we'll just use that and for some reason oh, the doctor that. will be I british thought... and the and the engineer the will be irish or scottish and the and the and the, and the other the weapons guy will be like crazy spanish man like it's, oh, it doesn't no, I, make any sense. Like, yeah, it's entertaining. It's so Star Trek. It's so next gen era Star what? Trek. It's absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely. It's the it's the episode masks. You're right. All right, or it's the episode that I love where where Seven starts playing out every everything that she where she's suddenly being a, a Ferengi, and that's where she won me over. Um, I don't think I don't think it's masks because I think that masks has frankly not a great performance by brent spiner um i felt like that was a big and the entire episode was just that and there was no reason for it whereas this there is no reason for this i dug this a lot i'm so i'm sad to hear that you didn't like it i really liked it i mean i thought it must be fun for the actor like from a meta perspective um but it, it doesn't make any sense in 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 the move in in the in the story in the in in any oh, of it. I disagree. I disagree. I absolutely see Rios as the kind of guy who would go through and 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 program them program them all to be different facets of his own personality. Okay, like, sh- I, sure. Okay, why do they have accents? Because he thought it would be fun. Because apparently inside of him, he's part Irish, part Scottish, no, he part British. No, he just built in those parameters. He thought it would be fun. I absolutely see this as a thing that Dude, he no. would do and that they would then do to themselves. I, it, I, it jibes with everything I know about him and everything I've known about EMHs up to this point, that this is a thing that, that they might do. Um, I like it, it didn't, I mean, until you just said something, it didn't bother me in the least. And I was smiling the whole time. And now I, I am bothered because you're bothered. You know what I mean? Like when, when, when <laughs> someone goes and goes, this Italian place loses, uses too much garlic. You're like, do they? Uh, I don't know. Like it's, it's, <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's I, I, but that's just the way that I am. You know, it's like, you know, I, I, I feel the room. So like, I'm sorry to hear that you didn't dig it. I really, I, I have to be honest. I really enjoyed that, and I enjoyed the levity of it. And I feel like the show needed just a little bit of Star Trek dorkiness. And I felt like they gave me just enough there to make it feel like Star Trek. It felt it was one of the scenes that felt the most like Star Trek to me. Was that like this is this is that dorky Star Trek that I that I like. I. Uh... 
I don't know, man. Um, if if they didn't, I think if they didn't all have accents, I don't think it would be as 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 just over the top silly as it is. If they were all different aspects of himself, and like he scanned, uh, you know, he scanned himself in when he first got the ship. He claims it was an accident. Like that tracks, and I'm okay with that. With them all looking like him because of that, right? But I don't. I feel like the accent portion is is just it's over the top it's to the point of of silly and i can't really think of a reason in the world where it works where it really makes any sense that they have different mind you specific to sort of the america's accents yeah i mean it's again i maybe you know it's not it's not like, masks it's it's not masks you know what it is it's Back to the Future 2, the dinner scene where you know Michael <laughs> J. Fox is playing everybody. Um, I, I yes, get it. but Back I, to I, the Future is funny. That's like that's the point. It's a comedy. <laughs> you know, I I I get why you would feel that way. I did not feel that way at all. Um, uh, I guess the, more power first, to you then. <laughs> your 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 first point, I your first point, I I can go with. Um, I felt like this was absolutely fine. If he was not able to pull it off, that'd be fine. But he's he's so. Charming, oh no, he's definitely he's definitely pulling it off. It's not that he's not like and, and like I said, like for the like I understand from an actor perspective, it's probably a great time. Um, he's clearly able to do it. Um, it just you know what it is. It's silly, and this show is so not silly. This show has been let's make next gen but take away all the silly stuff so when you suddenly is silly again you know this is this is as silly as you know the is Guinan becoming a little kid or you know a switched bodies episode or a you know or or you know the, the sure but it's always running in the background thing. right like yeah that and that's that has not existed in this new incarnation of trek between discovery and this show there has been there's been none of that silliness and I was just happy to have it. No, I I dug it. What what else do you got before we get? Okay, this I I think I would have uh, just one final note on this. I think I would have dug it more if there had been some sort of an incident that caused the EMHs to glitch or something in that one episode, so that they all have different accents. Because I assume it's to help differentiate them. Yeah, and I I think it was just so we could differentiate them. But that's you know right. You know, but okay, like do you have any any um, any so, other things on your mind before we jump? Forward? Um. Well, we did not talk at all about, um, and this is prior to the, the one we just saw, like, uh, so we, we hit on the sort of the stuff that we really liked and which is not to say that this part wasn't good, but like the secondary sort of storyline that was happening while they were on Nerepente is us seeing that not only did she kill Maddox, Gerardi, but that she like is essentially a spy for Commodore O. And the whole mind meld that showed her the, what did they call it? The admonition. Admonition. We learned that in this episode, but so no, do we you didn't. still have, before we, no, we get didn't. too deep, the admonition? Yeah. In the episode that we just watched, that's what the other no. things called it, was the admonition. Yeah. No, but they, yeah. we saw the, the, the. Yeah, we saw the vision. We saw, we the, saw the vision put into her mind. And her feeling like she had to do the thing. And we saw her eat the tracker. So like prior, all we knew is she killed Maddox and we had no idea why. And then she starts freaking out when they're trying to go meet back up with Picard and Soji. And it's like, why can't we just go home? Why don't we just go home? And you kind of like think it's odd because you don't know what her, you're, you're sort of questioning her motives at this point. And, and then Raffi takes her and is like, let me, let me call you down. Let's, let's go, you know, let Auntie Raffi take care of you. Right. Like, and so they eat a bunch of cake and she like pukes it up, uh, and is sick. And then eventually, and this is because they can't seem to lose their their Romulan tail for some reason. Every time he loses them, he comes back. So he starts to think Raffi might have gotten tagged when she was out and doesn't know it. And like you can just see the like look on her face. It's like, oh, he's like sitting here confiding in her like she's the, the most trustworthy person on this ship right now. When she's the one who not who, who wasn't doing it unwillingly, who like ate the tracking isotope or whatever. And then she basically deactivates the EMH or something like that. Or she just goes into the, the sick bay and like does something to herself that says like it might cause, I don't know, brain damage or some shit. And she does it anyway. And you presume it's to, st it's to interrupt the tracker somehow to stop the enzyme from being able to like allow this Romulan to keep finding them. And so she's basically like, 
foaming up and like at the end of that episode and you're just kind of left with like jeez what the fuck and then we have the episode that we just got to see so now that you've seen the episode we ju- do you still have the same problems because i feel like the well, questions so, that i had i feel like I, been answered. um it's um it's not so much a problem i guess it's just something to to so something i did like about getting to see this vision like we didn't get to see the vision itself we got we did get to see a very interesting scene though i thought um with um, the sort of subset of Romulans and the fact that they were all women was not lost on me. And you have to s- submit yourself to these to this vision, and it's likely going to fucking kill you and make just it's likely going to 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 make you mad, to drive you insane. And just the 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 potency of that moment is some terrifying shit. Like the reactions that they all have. Like immediately, one of them blows her brains out. You know, another one like pulls her face off. Like it is graphic. It is violent. Sure, yeah. Um, and it's good. I was like, I, cause like I said, the fact that it's like the, these are the people like that we've deemed strong enough to even attempt to take this in. And I, I did like that it finally gave us an answer about, oh, cause I was like, I don't understand. Is she Romulan pretending to be a Vulcan? Is she a Vulcan who for some reason just is in bed with the Romulans? Like what is going on here? She's and half, so she, she's half, she's, she's half Vulcan. And she's half Romulan, which is why she can do a mind meld because only Vulcans can. Oh, wait, I've got something to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Now that we get to the new episode. Yeah. Do you want to? <laughs> no, we can. But like, like, that's where we need it. Like, we didn't even touch on that in the last one. And that's like a big, huge deal. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's look, it's a it's a big problem that you have. um <sighs> It's a big problem that you have a character who is who has done something so who's done something so problem like so problematic as murder another character that you're following. Um, well, and not just that, but someone that she loved. Yeah. Um, so the thing and, that I and, I think I liked when we get when we finally get to the episode that we saw, like that we just saw the most recent episode, she talks about it almost like an like a like being mad herself, like being poisoned well, again, mentally. This is a this is and a, I like that. Not a new technique. This is not a new technique from the Romulans. One would assume that they have gotten it perfected, but there was an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation where the Romulans captured Jordy LaForge and made him a sleeper agent without him even knowing um, where he was going to assassinate someone. And it was the Romulans who made them do it. Now, if the Romulans suddenly have both such a powerful vision and like a Romulan Jedi master, for lack of a better term, who can sure. use Vulcan powers to put it into someone's head. This seems like a thing the Romulans would do. And we know they can, even to someone that you know and love, turn them into a sleeper agent. So again, this this seems yep. to jibe with what we know the Romulans can and will do. Um, yeah, it did. Um, yeah, I'm not. This is not a problem. This is just something we need to be talking about. Um, okay. Like because it matters. It's it's, it's a rather large <laughs> portion of the plot, <laughs> and yeah, we hadn't well, even touched on it. <laughs> well, here here we go because because we're going to be talking now about Ed, in Arcadia Ego Ego Part One. Uh, this is the episode that aired on March nineteenth, twenty twenty, which is the day that we are recording it. So if you have not gotten home to see it yet. Uh, this is the point where you probably want to stop the show, go watch the episode and come back. So we're yeah. going to give you a five second uh, spoiler zone. Uh, you probably don't want to uh, to go any further until you've seen the episode five, four, three, two, one. Why can androids mind meld? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't fucking uh. track. Nor does as as happy as I was to see us soon. Like. He never talks about having had real children. Wait, wait, hold on. He had one episode to ever talk about anything. So I'm just like, uh, really? Now he's apparently got a real child out there somewhere. Oh, that- you know we're gonna find out that he was an android eventually. That's the gag. <laughs> Soon was a busy guy. I think that there are like six episodes of. By the way, did you know Soon was doing this? I, I yeah, um, I, he certainly was. He's he's definitely a catch-all for everything. They're like, by the way, you know who did that? <laughs> like, I'm I'm down with I'm I'm down with it. It makes a certain amount of sense. In fact, if if 
if no. data if Soong if Soong had not said if Soong Jr. had not said and he'd never let me forget it that's the one line that I didn't like um if he said if he said you know once I once I realized who my father's my father was I picked up his work well that's different but the fact that he's the the picture that they're painting is yeah he was a little boy who was running around the whole time yeah that's and, what I'm saying like and I was like um yeah. I don't know because we see a whole lot of memories of data and uh, he doesn't have a brother other than Lore. Um, so and that's before, problematic. No, don't forget, there was another one oh, that I'm we just, find out later on. Sure. That, oh, yeah, by the way, he was there. You know, it's we're still randomly introducing data. Like, Oh, and he also helped, you know, the forerunner to to Khan. Remember back in Enterprise? Uh-huh. He's, yeah, yeah, it's 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 busy family. Um, yeah. Like, it's, it's this a, is, busy I will, lineage. I, I will tell you, I enjoyed the nuts and bolts of this episode. I want to come right out and say that I really enjoyed it. There are parts of it that I really dug. I thought Patrick Stewart... Um, looked and sounded like Captain Picard in this episode. You know, I will diagnose Captain Stewart, just Captain Patrick Stewart, based on what I've seen. I think he's got some like gastric reflex going on because his voice went from a very commanding baritone to kind of talking like this a little bit. Like he, he has that rasp that he's gotten. So if you listen, if you listen to him talk back in the 90s, it's this. And now if you listen to him talk, it's a little more like this. But huh. in this episode, somehow the baritone is back. The baritone is, he's full on and he looks young. He looks like, if he looked like an old man in the first couple episodes of Picard. I mean, he didn't look as old as he was, but old. In this episode, he looks downright young um, at the beginning of this episode. Uh, so whatever they're doing, if that's part of like the, the arc that they're having him do, like kind of, you know, being out there, the trick to staying young is to stay active. I guess, yeah. Is this, that there's some level of rejuvenation in him actually yeah. participating again. Yeah. I think, I think that might be thematically something that's going on. Like, I think, I, I think great. for sure. I, I think that, um, the actress who plays Soji also is great in her multiple roles as much as problematic as it is, it's always nice to see Brent Spiner there. I, I just, his presence. It is. is and that's that what I'm welcome. saying. Like, so like part of me was like, what, what? And then the other part of me was like, but I get to see Brent Spiner. Uh, yeah. Um, the moment. And I really the want that. So <laughs> the moment where the board cube shows up is an amazing moment. I'm sort of sad. It's only there for like two minutes and then crashes. Um, yeah. I, I mean, and like, what about the moment when, I mean, I thought that was, I thought you would have been really all over the moment when she um goes to take over the Borg cube by essentially becoming oh, in, a queen. in the last episode? Yeah. In, in, in Broken Pieces? Yeah, I guess we recorded before that episode aired. Yeah, I'm telling That's you, That's an amazing, yeah, and, and where she goes... You know, you know, you would think you know, you'd get we are the Borg, or you, but no. What she always said on Voyager is we are in that aggressive. We are Borg is like kind of the thing that she would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing her back in that role, it was again chilling. And in this episode where it shows up, chilling. I she is so good. Oh God, show. I know. And when she's like, when he's like, well, what's the problem? Can't you just disconnect after we take over this? She's like, I'm not sure. I'll want to. Like, yeah, that it's all good. I will tell you oh. this. What, did you get the sense in this episode we just watched that uh, they're setting us up for another spinoff? Oh, with because, her and Eleanor. Yeah, like it's why would you yes. leave him behind? Why are you leaving him with her? He is so interesting. Why is he not part of this crew? And it it just smells to me like we're leaving him behind so we can have the further adventures of these guys. Like you're, yeah. you're setting up an, a, like another interesting show. Which, which I would totally I would watch because I love her and he is really interesting. You're right. Like, yeah, I, I'm I, down. Like, like, and I think that like I enjoyed that. I enjoyed her being there. I like I enjoyed most of the stuff there. I like Picard's speech. I like I wasn't he, sure how she showed up because I like he, fi- he seemed to like find this token for the Fenris Rangers. And I don't know where he got it from. I, I don't know where it, it came she from. She gave it to Picard. Like she gave it to someone. Like if you ever need us, like maybe. She well, gave the, how it to, did he get sure. it, though? Like, My, so I, that was kind of honest. a problem. But I was like, you know what? It's fine. He gets yeah. to call seven of nine. I kind of don't care. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> but again, it's another one of those st- things where I have to go. I have to make the conscious effort. And it's because of a person that I like and I want to see where I just go, okay, <laughs> fine. So um, and I, I, I wish ha- I didn't have to do it as much as I do. I'll say that. Yeah, I, I do have to say that I, I've had no problems with any of it until this episode. Um, there's a slapdash nature to the writing of this episode. There is a new uh, writer in this. Um, Ayatet Waldman is wrote half the this teleplay and wrote 
a third of the story. It's someone who's not written for Picard and I don't think has ever written for Star Trek. Um, I'll look this up to see if that last sentence is true that I just said. Um, but I I had a real problem with uh, with the writing in this show. Um, and I wish I didn't. I know. Um, but there's there like even even it's almost like aspects of the script that has changed. We're not like 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 there's a line where where Picard turns around to seven as they're walking and says uh, and says, you know, how he went uh, from from a life of of, you know, of peace to a man of violence. I don't understand. He says something about that. And I'm uh, sorry, Miss J. And I stopped the show and said, what is she talking about or what are they talking about? Because yeah. they seem to insinuate that that Hugh went bad. That's kind of what the line means. And and we stopped and we rewound it. And we listened to it again. And it's not an accident. They are talking about Hugh and they're talking about Hugh becoming violent. And that didn't happen. And it's almost like this script is referring to a, Some shit a, that never like a prior draft. Oh. And that maybe that was changed. Maybe they decided that's not the, the, the way they were going to go with Hugh. But then you get to this script and it's they're still referencing it. Huh. You know, like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like now that you're like, I, I was I, I actually didn't get a shit. Like I, I watched this one alone because um, there was not time for uh, Mr. A to watch with me as he usually does. Uh, so he did not get to see it. And I think it would have hit a lot more if, if like you, I'd been with him watching it because I did, I did, I, I did be like, I, I did have a moment of like, huh? And I was just like, uh, whatever. Like, just, you know, keep going. Yeah. Um, it wasn't enough to like make me have to stop the show, but I was, but I was, de- but it was, it was definitely a moment of confusion. And I was like, I, maybe I just misunderstood. And so I don't feel like rewinding. <laughs> and, and, you know, I've decided I do have a, a, and I think at one point, what you and I should do is watch Rise of Skywalker and do a, uh, a commentary track. I think that might be something on our horizon um, to do because that's something people should. So there, I have a new, least favorite line in star wars right now um and it's from rise of skywalker a movie which i have been very public about going i like and i liked it even more this last time that i watched it i love that film you can hate me all you want but there is a line where 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 poe looks at the crowd and goes the worst is confirmed palpatine returns somehow and it's terrible because Somehow, he just it's, it's, somehow it happened. Let's just keep going. Let's keep moving forward. And I feel that way about this episode. The, the, between the Hugh, between the Hugh thing, between the very clunky, like like Seven saying goodbye to Picard. She doesn't have that much of a relationship with Picard, but she looks like she's about to choke up as he's walking into the light. Um, and and they are left behind, and that like sort of they you're supposed to feel like, oh, he's leaving them behind and he's walking off into the sunset and they're going to go on to that. Like it's, it, the moment was so obvious and unearned that like, I, <laughs> well, and then I think they, they felt they earned it because of the whole, and I think they largely did with the rest of them. The fact that he is dying. Sure. But seven wouldn't care. And at this point, like she spent a day with him. Um, <laughs> And and him walking into the light again is so it's it's a little it's a little heavy handed. It's a little on the nose Um, and leaving them behind is like you're going to go do your adventures now a little on the nose. And then they cut to this very strange like crossfading of everybody's faces. Like where it's like, here's this face and we're going to crossfade to this face. We're going to crossfade. And by the sixth one, I was like, okay, I get it. We're crossfading to everybody's faces now. Got it. Just keep going. I was almost ready. I think it'd be really funny if you just started crossfading to every face on the show. Like just everybody gets a crossfade. <laughs> and then and then from that to, like you said, the clunky inclusion of, of another Soong to an android being able to do a mind meld. Um, like she's been studying the arts of Vulcans. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, to... The, the mind meld that, is is a mystical thing. They're machines at the end of the day. Yeah, it's 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 a, if, if not mystical, at least biological. Um, like this is a different kind of interface, and it it just like across the board. And, like and if they the, had their own version of it, I think I could have gotten on board with that. And then and then the idea like if that she that, had a way to like using her positronic net, or she had some sort of. Like, so she studied it and she was like, okay, well, we can't do that because. Yeah, but we're I'm supposed to not accept it because Brent Spiner says she has been studying the ways of the Vulcan, even the mind meld. 
Right. Well, what I'm all, saying is, she, if 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 that had been introduced, and then she had a version that was very much in line with an android, but it wasn't actually a mind melt, right? Yeah. I like mean, they're, they're if it was basically talking like in this episode about transferring consciousness. Yeah. Literally like so, if it was standing if there over was, the machine that yes. can do that. Pull the machine out and go. We can look at your memory, and she knew. And, and or she even if you want, if you want to have, if you want to have something a little more personal, um, because that's the thing about a mind meld, right? Is there's, there's a per, there's a more personal connection feeling going on there. So if you want but that, this wasn't personal. This wasn't I, personal at all. I'm just it, it I'm saying, affect- if you still wanted that feeling, if that was what you were going for to some extent, I'm saying you could have had. Something come out of her, like electrodes or something, they come out of her fingertips. It's not like they don't have the budget for this. That like attached to certain, like parts of, of, of the, of Gerardi's head and she's like accessing her memories. Yeah, I think so. It's not a mind meld, right? In a traditional sense, but it is a, it is, it is this particular, like she studied it and she was like, okay, what is the closest approximation that we can come up with? I'm a synthetic being. I, I, can well, do this. I don't even think like, you need to do the I don't think you even need to mention the mind meld. I think you can you can just say she is our force or she is our, our, our foremost authority in transferring human consciousness into into digital form. And then that comes up in the in like a scene where they're literally talking about doing that. Yeah, but he said he the, hasn't figured it out yet. So yeah, but, but that's the thing. They they can say the, the, the best the best we the best we have is shared memories. Uh and, and the only one who can do it is so and so. And so you like you sure go, yeah like that, that would be better what I'm saying that would be better like you didn't have to have this thing where you call it she's she's she can somehow the mind do a Vulcan meld. mind melt no anyone can learn the mind melt anyone can do it you just need to go study it you just need like, to go no like, there's mind no. melts for dummies where you just Stop like it. you don't get the full shared <laughs> consciousness but you get like the answers get, to the math test right but there's no emotional really transfer it's just like watching a hollow yeah I can't I can't I can't really like read your mind at all but like I can give you directions to the 7-Eleven so let me just oh oh I feel like I've been there now like it's <laughs> there's 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 it's completely unjustified and that's yes. my problem is that the Borg cube crashes they're like there's no way anyone's alive but seven is totally alive and what's his name is also totally alive and they're fine and there are xbs everywhere but i thought that they were all jettisoned in, into space and no one's to, like the moment where they're jettisoned in, into space oh is supposed God. to make you go yeah it's supposed to make you go Holy shit, they just murdered all the XBs. And now they're like, we have to stay here for all the XBs. At no point does Seven go, Seven go, the Romulans murdered most of them. I have to stay with the survivors. There's nothing. There's no yeah. mention. Like literally had that moment in the with the XBs going out into space never happened, this script would be exactly the same. Yeah. There would be no difference in this script. You know, the 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 crash cube, the fact that they're okay. You know, you know, there's no like the cube protected us. There's nothing. There's just like, yep, we crashed and we happen to be entirely uninjured. Yeah, no like it's just, yeah, it's just lazy. And Soong's and and Soong's son is here, and there's no explanation. Oh, you didn't know he did? He had a son. Yeah, no, he had a son. Yeah. And and an android can mind meld. No explanation. And I mean, yeah, there was. And, she studied it, dude. She studied it. No, she studied. Yeah, and 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 also. And also, she's supposed to be semi-Vulcan now. She doesn't act Vulcan in any way. She could have modified herself to look Vulcan. That would have been neat. Instead, she just is kind of like generic evil android looking. Um, and now she's like, she's going to destroy all humanoid life. And like everyone but Picard is like sort of semi-okay with it. Like no one, like because she's such a good orator. Like it now, it, it does the opposite of what you would want to do, which is it turns all of the other synths into automatons. Yep. It means it suddenly they are literally mindless robots. Yeah. That will follow her because she says so. She wasn't even their leader. Like they didn't seem to have a hierarchical structure in which she was the leader. Yeah, I know. She is like, but they. It doesn't are make any sense except her. like she's the one like, who looks like, like Soji. So like. Like fucking, you know what happens if I and were how about that too? Like again, fucking DSS Machina all over the place. Um, Rios just happens to be the guy from Starfleet that ran into the only other synthetic life forms, and his captain had a directive from Starfleet to kill them. Wow, man, what a coincidence that that's I'm the okay guy that they that, run though. up. I'm, I'm, of course I'm, you are. I'm, 
It doesn't make any sense. What are the what are the odds? Those, Come on. those conventions, those conventions happen in stories. I'm okay with that happening from time to time, but this is too much. This, this is was too much. Con- that was too much. You dude. know why? I, I, would tell, I was already I would too much. She looks just like Jaina. Who? Like I will uh, tell you why it's too much. I will, I will tell you the difference, and I will tell you why it's too much. There's a word called a mulligan, which is the thing that you give a story. In an episodic TV show, I'm willing to give a mulligan, one mulligan per episode. One. You can have one. <laughs> you can have you one can, per episode. You can have the Palpatine return somehow. I guess it's sort of big because it undermines everything else. And I understand why people are pissed about it. Um, but you can give a story a mulligan. The problem is that this is like Mulligan City. Like You're going, okay, yeah. we'll give it to you that the Borg Cube crashed, but everyone survived. Okay, we'll give you that one. And... I guess we'll also give it to you that that Soong's son is there. And okay, I guess I'll have to also give it to you that she can mind melt. And I guess I will also give it to you that that turns her evil. And I guess I'll give it to you that like, do you know what it's like if I get a bunch of friends together and I'm like, hey, what movie should we go see? Like the amount of consternation among me and five other friends about whether or not we should go see Sonic the Hedgehog or something else. It's like, I got a family of four and we can't decide what movie to watch on Netflix. She has got a family of like 60 and she's like, hey, it's Tuesday. We're going to kill all of humanity so that we can survive. Let's let's destroy all organic life in the universe. Okay. And they're all like, yeah, all right. That makes sense. I mean, she's always the sensible one. So it's. It's too much. And I'm going to have a big problem. If uh, Clearly, it's going to end in a big violent blowout. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the space battle. I'm okay with the space battle where everything, everything, but, but I am. It's, that's, it's part <laughs> of the formula. It always has been. It always has been part of it. There have been that many space battles in the show. And in a finale, a space battle makes a certain amount of sense. But I will tell you this. Sure. I am going to be unsatisfied with almost anything except like your typical Doctor Who response to this. A, a, I need a pitted space battle where all the Romulans are going to die and all of and all of the synthetics are going to die and the, the fate of the universe is at hand and Picard says says the cost is too high. You're going to have to sit down and talk and they talk and that's how the battle ends. Like where we're like there's destruction everywhere and Picard goes, look what you're doing. Is it worth all this? And then both sides stop because Picard has been an advocate for both the Romulans and an advocate for the synths throughout this show. Mm-hmm. So the way it must end is with him going... With him finding a diplomatic solution. That Guys, guys, I understand you. And, and we'll get the eye candy for about five minutes. And we'll go, oh my gosh, it's so huge. And then it gets so sure. huge where he goes, he goes, look at the cost. It's not worth it. Peace is the way. And then I will be satisfied. If it is, you know, the Romulans are all like... We've seemed to have forgotten that the Romulans were sympathetic characters at the beginning of this show. Like it's like it pisses me off that yeah. that Picard's been going, the Romulans are bad good. They're they're just people. They're not Romulan lives, they're lives. And he's been saying about the synths, we have to respect them and what we've done is terrible. No, it turns out the synths and the Romulans are in fact pretty, pretty terrible. And Starfleet was right all along. And it seems like like it better not be that. Yeah, that's where we are right now. And the fact that we got so close to the Romulans just committing genocide and being awful and we've gotten this close to the synths are going to wipe out all of organic life. Even if it works out, I think Starfleet was maybe kind of right. Like, I think that... that yeah, it that still doesn't have, really support your theory that... Um, they've, like this, yeah, this, they've undermined uh, Like, I'm point. not sure what you're trying to say anymore then at that point. Yeah, they've... Like, they've I thought I knew what bit. you were trying to say, and now that that's changed dramatically. Because no, apparently no. they are going to be the end of all life. And I'm, the Romulans are just a bunch of sneaky bastards waiting to kill people in the wings and there's no peace. And yeah, like I'm like, well, so which is it? Is it the, are they all misunderstood and we're, we should all just get along. And that's the message here. Cause that seems, that seems like the message when it starts. And that seems like a good message. That seems like a very Star Trekian message. Um, and I'm on board and you're right. Like at this point, we're pretty much in a complete 180 and I don't, they're all a threat. Understand and, it. And, <laughs> So they must, if they don't turn another 180, and I'm okay with that. Like it's, it's, I'm, I feel like. You're okay with the darkness before the light, so to speak. Yeah. 
But I am always going to kind of be like, but look how close it came. Starfleet also kind of had a point. Um, and I didn't want to feel that way. Um, but if we have to do the darkness before the lights to make it so that the turn at the end is more dramatic. And if we can actually have synths and Romulans walking into the sunset together because they they understand each other better, then that is, that's okay. I'll be okay with this episode if that's what happens. But my largest issue with the episode is that by the end of this episode, everything good that they had said about the Romulans and the synth seems to be Seems gone. to be gone. Yeah. Agreed. And and, that's and it, and it didn't take, and it didn't even take long for it to happen in the case of the synths, which I find very disappointing. Yeah. Like at least with the and, Romulans, the it seemed like perhaps they were always sort of machinating and they felt and they had reason to kind of be the bad guy now because it's like you painted us as the bad guy and then you like left us to die and so fine fuck you now right that yeah but they're not least, saying that they're they're not attacking starfleet they're no I, but i'm these. saying that at least makes some level of sense right sure but the synths, like you were fine, right? Like some well, number the, of years ago, know, only, you're Jaina and Soji, Flower or whatever Soji were killed. Has the vision. But like, only fake Soji has had the vision. Everyone else is just listening to what she has to say. That's what I'm saying. That's prob that that I think is the mo- is the single most problematic part. Like I'm okay with her turning because the vision seems to make people do that. Like the vision seems to everyone who gets the vision seems to become a zealot. Like, look what the vision does to the rums. They rip their own faces out. Right. Look what it did to Agnes. She became a murderer. It it becomes makes this one a really, really bad robot. Um, uh, Bad robot. Bad robot. The the three three Star Trek films. Um, um, The like it, it did. It did that. Like the vision itself seems to be harmful to minds. But unless they go. Yeah. She shared the vision with everyone. And now everyone is convinced, you know, and, and I don't understand why everyone's going with her so willingly unless the vision has been shared with them. If they reveal in the next episode that the vision has in fact been shared with them and then maybe the vision is something created to make these two forces hate each other and then you find out that that could be an interesting message that like hey maybe it's the media that's making you all hate each other maybe you've believed what you've seen and that's causing you to hate each other not actual hate like that would be interesting yes that that, that, cool that, that i could i could get on board with maybe and, and if picard in the next episode goes how could you turn so easily and one of them turns around and goes the vision was shared with all of us we know what's coming then I'm good. I'm go- I'm like, okay, got it. Now I understand. Like that that jibes with what everything that but I like I will accept any kind of craziness in a show. Um because I like sci-fi and fantasy, but the show must it must work play by its, its own, own rules. You know it, what yeah, I mean? Its own, That's the it thing. It must have consistency within its own reality. Yes. And and right now it does I not. am I am less than it's... okay with 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 that stuff, which is I want to be clear, I am very happy with the moment to moment on the show i still feel like the acting is good i like i like the i moment still like to characters moment. on the show i still yeah like it's not like it i like the moment to moment good. writing like like mm-hmm. like the grasp that this and show i like and i like the dialogue. parts where soji is is grappling with this how is the logic of this right or you know when she's having that con- like i like specifically her conversation with picard where she is conflicted um about whether or not this is the right thing to do is is the sacrifice of you know what sacrifice is worth it to save what manner of people um and he's like what are we talking about and he suspects yeah. there's something larger like that conversation is a really good one and very kind of star trekian and and her being of data and kind of having he's a great in that about episode her. by the way he is great during yes. that episode by the way he is he is just phenomenal in that yeah. in that moment like it's and it's so subtle what he's doing but like oh. the way he pronounces the words um it's just expert uh yes just fucking precision. So, i mean it's like <laughs> it's a show i'm still enjoying moment to moment it's a it's performs i'm enjoying i'm liking the words but this show this episode asked i think too much of me yes and, i think in the end and it's especially asking, the, it's asking a lot the, the, yeah the, the the mind meld thing really t- ticked me off especially in an episode where you're already discussing transferring like human brain stuff like you could have just used that and then i would have been okay um, and then the seemingly undermining the 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 whole point of the first half of the season also really concerned. Yeah, like the synths just turned on a dime, man. You know, like yeah. 
So, so if in the next episode, some of this stuff is explained, I'll be very happy. I think I'll come back to this episode that we just watched and go, okay. And I felt that before on two part episodes where I go, the first part like leaves me a little cold, but then the second part makes me go, makes oh, okay. Oh, I yeah. get it. Okay. It's not, yeah. It's not impossible. It. It's not like it can't come back from where it is. I think you're right. Yeah. I think there is a way back that works. Uh, and I think you're yeah. pretty when you have a spot on, episode, on what it looks like. Um. And it's interesting that they that this is a two-part episode that they're saying this is supposed to be eventually enjoyed as one whole thing. So we have just read half a book and said, well, I don't like how this book ended. I feel like nothing here was explained. Well, often the explanation comes at the end of the story. So, right. <laughs> so I'm 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 willing to I'm willing give to it, give it the shot. Certainly, yeah. Like yeah. it's not like I'm 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 gonna go. Well, I can't watch this. This is crap now. Um, yeah, I, no, it's, I, it's it still, hasn't. I, I'm, it hasn't gotten me that far. Um, yeah, it, but it's it's it was a ding. This episode, but it's was it's a ding. trying. Yeah, it's tr- and for yeah, me, and, unlike yourself, I've you know I've got some other you know money issues and you know hologram I issues. We, I think and, we all got issues right now. Frankly, <laughs> I think there's there's I uh, some more than others, but I I would say that there's uh, there's real legit fear in every house, including my own. Yes, <laughs> I th- I think that is true. Anyway, sorry, Gron. Oh, I derailed you. I'm sorry. No, it's I fine. To... I was just saying, like, I already had other issues prior yeah. to this moment um, that I had had gone. Hey, you know what? I'm okay because I got to see this amazing, you know, fruition of the of of two of my favorite characters and the children and their lives together, and uh, I loved it. And I got to just be like, you know what? I don't care about the other stuff. This this is all fine. Uh, but I'm gonna need something. I'm gonna need something like that <laughs> at this point. Oh, uh, because yeah, there there's a lot they did in this episode. That's like, uh, wow, what? What? Yeah. Um, yeah I, if it's it's we're gonna need we're gonna need a resolution here. Get get on it in your show that I'm sure is is already, already filmed. Done. Yeah. So, um, all oh right, no, man. they're clearly um, listening to us right. Now. I want you to be clear about something, okay? If nothing else, they're Hi, listening Patrick. to our podcast like right now and making last minute changes to fucking fix it. That's what's going yeah, on. Yeah, but they're like, oh my gosh, the truck. Oh my god, they're so is- right. They're brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> we can yeah. fix this. We have time. <laughs> um, stay tuned to us. We're gonna try, like I said, to get uh, uh at least one out every week, if not a couple out every week. Um. Uh, we want to hear from you. Certainly go over and listen to the Totally Super podcast. Talk with us. Um, you know, anything that we can do. You know, the Ninjas movies, uh, first two Ninjas movies are on Amazon uh, Prime right now. And then the third one, which features Alexia very heavily, um, is uh, for free right now on Vimeo. Ninjas versus Monsters um, are there. And then Vam- and uh, is there for free. I just put it up just so people can have something to watch. Uh, I want, you know, as much as we can share with you, we've got hundreds of old, listen to our old Trek offs. Um, keep your, keep your mind engaged. Um, yeah, and, like, and, and, just you know, hang in there guys. Stay we'll safe with, out with there. You as much as we can. And you know, we, like, we, we do, we, I, we need to be there for each other as humanity. You know, like Star Trek has taught us anything. Um, it's, it's solidarity, um, yep. and goodness in our, it, it, to see the goodness in each other and to be there for each other. So, um, this is a really important time for that message. <laughs> so, um, anything you can do to help anyone, you know, uh, you know, and we'll do what we can, like everybody just be there for each other like this is that time there's there's no there aren't walls there aren't borders there aren't like this thing doesn't give a fuck you know no i i want i want everyone to have each other's back and also stay six feet away from everyone everybody's back stay yes. home that's my <laughs> other home. thing be there for yeah, each other but you know home. what guys guys stay home please okay please like, it is the like, single if you're like oh well i'm gonna be fine it's not just about you no you need to break it's, it's, the chain it's your, yeah it is your it is your moral obligation to the rest of your fellow men and women yeah. in the world yeah and other Stay whatever you identify home. as your fellow humans it is your responsibility yeah. uh to, to do your part and your part is to is to social distance like i know it's hard guys um for yeah. all of us but we can do this we got this you know if my family can stay home with me you yeah. can stay home with whoever you're with he has got a really good point you guys <laughs> all right just guys, with you. Uh, i love you justin you know that all right love you too hey uh uh thanks everybody and we'll be there for you more for now my name is justin and my name's alexia trek off trek off bitches 
Just one more reminder before you go to go to Totally Super on wherever you subscribe to podcasts, whatever you're listening to this on, search for Totally Super and hear me and Arthur review every superhero movie ever made. It's an awesome show. I think you'll love it. Okay. Thanks for listening.